0: To borrow a phrase from Hunter in chat already, oh my (laughs) gourd. Oh my gourd, exactly. What a game, Dylan. That was a fantastic game. Look, this was one that I was very interested to see how the Kraken were going to perform, you know, doing well on this road trip, but playing teams that, you know, realistically they should be beating. This was going to be a big test for them coming off of a month, really, where they had struggled in these sorts of situations. but. It's a new month, new team. Apparently, that's just the way it works. And, uh, you know, look, late into that third period, I was just happy that the Kraken were hanging in there. They played Colorado tough. I was like, all right, you don't get the point. That's fine. You know, you don't pick up any points. That's fine. You're still right there with them. That That's, that's still pretty good. And then, of course, you know, they got to go and make me look bad and prove me wrong, which I'm fine with if this is the result. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, hey, they proved me wrong, too.
1: I was skeptical. We've talked about this for gosh, over a month now where this is the first time the Kraken have beaten a playoff team in 45 days. I mean, who's counting? But in 45 days, this is the first time they've beaten a team in playoff position. So I think this is a statement win, even beyond yeah. you know what it, no- it would normally be against Colorado. The fact that they showed they could get this done is huge.
0: Absolutely. It's fantastic. And thank you, everybody, for joining us here on Emerald City Hockey's Post Game Live, presented by Queen Anne Beer Hall. Oh man, this one must have been a wild one for everybody out of the hall, RJ. Oh, oh man. absolutely, it must have been crazy. Um, all right, so yeah, lots of stuff to talk about. Got a super chat here. Gonna go down, uh, hit this one up. Absurdly saying with the with the super chat. Thank you very much. Birthday treats for the bestest good girl, and she got the birthday W. That's right. It is Afra's birthday. She's got her birthday bandana on. Let's see if I can get an on screen. Got to make an appearance here. here. Come on, Afra. Afra, come on, back up here. Come on. All right. She'll come up. We'll get her a birthday, uh birthday treats, but yes, thank you very much. absurdly sane, saying for that. And, and while we're giving out, you know, happy birthdays, it is also my mom's birthday today.
1: Yes. She had Afra share a birthdays. So happy birthday, mom. Want to throw that in there uh, while Dylan goes and gets Afra ready here.
0: Yes, definitely. Happy birthday. RJ's mom. Let's see if I can get the camera over. Gregory also with the super chat, lemon lime Gatorade time, captain Yanni coming up clutch. He did indeed. There's the birthday girl and a nice big frosted birthday cookie. Uh, but yeah, RJ, I mean, look, let's talk. Do you want to talk Gord overtime first or the of goal to tie it up? Oh, man, um, <laughs> I, I don't know
1: where to start. Let's, let's start at the end there with the Gord overtime winner. I mean, great stretch pass there. Uh, you know, to, to spring Yanni Gord. And he's able to pick his spot too, which I think a lot of Kraken shooters weren't really able to do tonight. It felt like yeah. Georgiev kind of had their number. And I know on the broadcast all night, Edzo was saying, shoot it low, shoot it low. He's got up yep. high covered. He did seem really hesitant to go down. I mean, he was playing standing up a lot. Um, and Yanni took advantage of that.
0: Yeah. And you know, it makes sense too, because all night, what were the Kraken doing, right? They were skating in on him and they were shooting high. They were, they were definitely trying to make it work, particularly on the glove side felt like that's what they really wanted to do. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was, it was fantastic. I mean, just of it felt like one of those nights and we had just been talking about this with Brandon Tanner you know what I mean? Where he's the guy who just can step up clutch for you at, at weird times when you least expect it. he's, Johnny on the spot, and and he just he did that tonight, and it was oh, I just love to see it so much. And then obviously Yanni in overtime, just coming up massively clutch. This was one where I was I was preaching patience going into overtime. I was like, you know what, just don't don't shoot the puck, don't do anything as long as you just finally you you're on board, off, Just don't do anything against this ABS team. You just you can't do it. You just can't do it. You can't take the chance. And and sure enough, you know what, they did it, and they were able to. Uh, you know, when they when they went for the when they went for the shot, they, they made it count.
1: And you know what? I will take a chance to take a little victory lap here. I know we had that argument about kind of the conservative yeah. overtime style and changing it up midseason. And I, beyond taking the victory lap for myself, I just want to give credit to Dave Haxtell and the coaching staff because they started the season 0-3 in overtime. It was bad. The results were really bad. They recognized yep. it as a problem. They took two solid days in practice to just work on it, work on it, work on it. They changed yep. their approach to a more conservative approach. And you know what? They're 7-0 in overtime since. I, I mm-hmm. think we can call that a success.
0: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, there's so much. They're so improved when it comes to overtime and what they're doing. And look, I, I don't want necessarily the strategy to play out every time they find themselves in this situation, but certainly Fair against enough. a team that's got Nathan McKinnon, Rantanen, Kyle kale Chushkin, Like, like the list goes on and on of these guys that could very easily beat you in some sort of three on three situation. So I, you know, against a team like the Avalanche, I'm, I'm down with just waiting a second and just being patient with it. Um, <laughs> you enjoying that back there? Uh, all right. Uh, Kraken Hawk, despite a weak power play and strong opposing goaltending performance, the boys kept pushing and pushing and got the all-important win. What a performance. Yeah, let's talk about that because power play, again, don't really make use of, it, of of very many of those opportunities you have.
1: No, definitely not. And with a full two minute five on three, I, I just felt like the entire game was going to hinge on that moment. And often it does in the rare situations yeah. where you do get a full two minute five on three. Uh, and I I thought it looked pretty uninspired. They They weren't doing a whole lot of forcing the issue, moving pucks to the middle. When you have a five on three like that, you should be able to create plays that just take the goalie out of the equation entirely. And they weren't able to do that. So the power play definitely was an issue. It had been better the last few games, but Tonight, mm-hmm. definitely a, a weak spot,
0: yeah. It, I mean, oh, and five, especially because it was like, you know, you get that, you get the five on three, all right, it doesn't go, you know, you're not able to score on it, and then you got one later in the period, too. I mean, there's so many chances on the power play in this one, they just never could quite figure it out. Uh, JMG with the super chat, I was happy they got one point, then they go and win it. Gritty win, it was indeed. I mean, this was an effort win, this was, I again. It answered a lot of questions about where they're at as far as playing uh, playoff opponents, right? But I feel like it also answered a lot of the questions that we had, particularly like kind of those last two weeks where it was, what is the effort level here? What's the level of compete with this team? Because uh, we were starting to question it really for the first time all season. Definitely not you know, in question at all tonight. They wanted to make sure that we all knew this: that team is back they are in this until the very end. They always believe they've got a chance. And uh, yeah, they they were playing super solid in this one.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, they just never went away. And I'm checking Twitter here. I saw this tweet from Mike Benton uh, talking with the, uh, Jordan Everly game quote. He said, guys on the bench were telling each other. Just stick with
0: it. Stick with yep. it. It'll come. Um, and it did. Yeah, and you know, I mean, look, they were getting chances, they were getting breakaways, they were getting odd man rushes, they were doing everything that they needed to do, they just were, you know, having a hard time getting it passed, and uh, then they were finally able to do it, and, you know, they were able to get the win out of it, because, you know, in a lot of ways, I felt like they were the better team, through some, through most of this game, actually. Uh, Another super chat here from DJ Singletone, Kraken are world champs now, right? That's how this works, correct? If only, RJ. (laughs) I know if only that worked. Hey, they got the win against Colorado
1: earlier this season they would have been world champs for a little bit
0: yes oh man and then we would have given it away to like somebody ridiculous <laughs> I know I don't even want to check the schedule to see what it would have gone to <laughs> but uh thanks for the super chat there thank everybody for the super chat so far Gregory I know I kind of skipped over yours real quick but got the Gatorade So there we go. Uh, Michael, (laughs) what a comeback win four in a row and win a game they weren't supposed to win on the deserve to win-o-meter. Yeah, so I I purposely stayed away from Money Puck for this one, RJ, because I had a feeling it was not going to be pretty, per se, despite Mm -hmm. the massive kind of shot advantage. They weren't necessarily the same kind of quality shots that Colorado was getting in this one. Exactly,
1: and it was very close throughout the first period. The Kraken kept it pretty low event, but yeah, you're looking at the Abs in the 65 to 70 percent range on the deserve to winometer. Uh, definitely with the higher of the shot quality, even though the Kraken had a lot of the shot quantity, it felt like the Kraken mm. were out shooting them. Um, but again, that's what good goaltending can do for you. And Philip Grubauer was incredible tonight. I mean, it, it, without him, the Kraken don't win this one. Um, I mean, they're they're not even particularly in it very close. So um, you know, you need a goalie to be able to step up against a talented team that maybe can outplay you for stretches.
0: Right. I mean, talking about questions that have, that have been answered, we kind of felt like this after the last game. But Grubauer, he, bottom line is he just he's he's back back. He's the he's the guy, and uh, he's playing fantastic. And and you know with the way he's playing this team is, is not going to have to worry about uh getting to the playoffs joey yes crack and win series with stanley cup champions that's right we got the season series against them that's always a good thing to have uh under your belt Bakhtanov, no quit gruby insane this team makes me want to run through a wall i love that rj i absolutely love that comment oh no did we did you freeze up? On no, we're a, good. There, we're good. All right, cool. Uh, I absolutely love that comment because that's how I was feeling when overtime happened. Like, if I didn't have to, you know, try to make the the on screen graphic and get the stream up and running, I would have I would have been able to take a victory lap, and that might have included going through some drywall.
1: Yeah, I know, right? And and uh, I just thought, like, at this team, that just what kept going through my head. Just this team,
0: you know, the way that they are, they yep. never go away yeah krakenhawk this team truly is month by month it's frustrating on (laughs) down months but a blast on the up months at this rate may is going to be a good month yes all credit to lindsey for for picking up on that first and foremost but uh the thing that worries me rj is uh playoffs start in april and right now april is not supposed to be a good month so gotta gotta find a way to survive what might be a down month to get to that may
1: Yep. Just just ride March while you can. And then and then forget the whole month to month thing.
0: Yeah. Speaking of uh breaking through walls, Bill here in in a chat with uh Georgiev was a brick wall. Good effort to break through him. It was it was just one of those games, RJ, where you got to keep doing what you're doing. Like you talked about, like, you know, they were talking about on the broadcast. You just got to keep keep at it, keep at it and trust in like the process so to speak to borrow the infamous phrase uh you you just have to trust in that that you know at some point you're going to get one past him and if you can just kind of outlast how well he's playing you can you know at least walk away with a point and obviously in the kraken's case get both exactly and you
1: just have to stick with it and and hope that it works that's so much of what hockey is too when you're facing a hot goalie just keep throwing pucks at him and they'll eventually go
0: Yep. Uh, Sarah, I'm so proud of the boys tonight. What a win for sure. Uh, Al or AL, that's a huge two points. That Tana goal was so important. It was. And how about it, everybody? Tana picking up another third period goal, this time with a goaltender in net.
1: I know, right? It, amazing. We we didn't know he could do that, but seriously, uh, he it's great to see him score that too after the breakaway where he didn't score earlier in the game. I know that that frustrates him more yeah. than just about anyone else on the team because you know how into the game he is, how intense he is. You know he's going to be showing that emotion. I'm sure he was uh, tonight, and also on that goal. I, I've got to credit Jaden Schwartz for forcing that yeah. turnover. The Kraken's forecheck caused both of their first two goals like they in did. a massive way just that relentless forecheck where the Avs defenders had no time to make any play with the puck and eventually just had to turn it over pretty much um and and, and schwartz there behind the net i mean he's so good in these sneaky little ways we talk mm-hmm. about tanev and celebrating him getting the tying goal and it's great and everything but jaden schwartz just making his presence felt often you know in those ways that, that it's mm-hmm. easy to miss sometimes
0: right and and also key contributor on the first goal the wenberg goal Getting get again, yep. kind of similar situation. He's got to win, you know, kind of a puck battle there. Get it back to Borgin, who can then get that uh point shot that Wenberg's able to tip. I mean, Jaden Schwartz, he's gotta get the hat tonight, right? Oh, I would think so. Well he but knows he can't he, can't. he already he has the hat. He has the hat. Oh nope. no, he already has what the does hat. He do? Oh, <laughs> that's gonna be an interesting one. I I mean, you know, it'd be I'd I'd probably go turbo. Just to get this out of the yeah. way now, early on in this, I think I'd go turbo. He had the breakaway, wasn't quite able to convert. I feel so bad for him. He's like watching me in those situations. I I just feel <laughs> his pain so bad. I'll never score in a breakaway ever, and it feels like it's the same issue for him. But uh, I I think I'd go turbo. But you know, it would be hard not to go with grooby or Gord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'd go Turbo or Groove for me yeah scott goaltending was unreal tonight it was this was a this was a surefire goaltending battle and you know what those can be fun they're just fun to watch sometimes yeah as long as the the good chances keep coming and they really did tonight i mean that's the fun part of the goalie battles is just yeah it's like okay what is going to take to
1: beat these guys
0: yeah exactly uh super chat here from becca thank you very much becca captain yanni gord time to make it official I mean, he's he's made a good uh, he's made a good case for himself this year. And, you know, I mean, we talk about this as one of the things that could be decided on. Um, it's decided kind of by the team and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the, the graphic that we we got earlier on the, over on the discord uh, where someone was able to do a whole chart of where all of the oh, I can't really see it. Whatever. It OK, there it is. Like It's like a, it's like a flow chart kind of thing of all of, of the Davy Jones hat. Who's who's gotten it and who's then given it to who to track out all that stuff because yeah. we questioned this on the red glare last time. So it's over on the Discord. Highly recommend everybody everybody check it out. I I would credit, but I always feel weird like crediting without asking for permission first. But it's it's there. It's amazing. It's incredible. Definitely recommend it. And uh, Yanni Gord, re- you know, receiving the hat from more people than anybody else on the team. So interesting. Uh, in, great in great job own, there. You know way. who you
1: are. Great job uh, making that.
0: Yeah. So um, uh, sorry, I should have I should have reached out during the game to to ask first. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Did we get that one? Uh, uh, where are we? No. Oh, ah, there it back is. Here. Uh, yeah. yeah. Donato gets the hat for the breakaway save. That's I mean, that's a good point. This is OK. Just going to say it, everybody. That's why he's in the lineup and Daniel Sprung is not in the lineup. Because of plays like that, because that's the kind of stuff that Donato brings—that level of energy, intensity, and defense—that just Daniel Sprong doesn't have to his game.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's kind of what, yeah, what makes the difference there. I think now the the argument is kind of Sprong versus Froden, but Donato has definitely solidified a spot in the lineup.
0: Uh, for sure. Yes, and
1: and it's just. I, I love that guy. <laughs> like, and I'm why just... maybe you you pass up on a James Van Riemsdyke at the deadline or something? You know, if if right. you got everyone healthy, yeah, you kind of want Ryan Donato in there doing his thing, and to bring a whole new guy in and and you don't know how he's going to do,
0: it might push Donato out of the lineup, and you may not want to do that. I was going to say, and, and just that that line too, like of of or when he was out there with with Tanev and Geeky and just the stuff that they're able to do, the the stuff they're able to work on together, the way they play. You see it when they when they did that bench shot after they had that nice long shift together and they're just all exhausted together. But but you know what? Like, it doesn't matter. Like they they just play so well together. They're all so in sync and you trust them all in just about any situation. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I mean that that absolutely makes sense. And watching them play, I you could you can just put them out there whenever. It's great to have that in your toolbox if you're stall.
0: Yeah. TBK plays literally can't with the Kraken power play, but holy heck, we won a game where uh Georgiev was hard uh had us hard goalies most of that game. Uh, felt very playoff atmosphere. It did have kind of a playoff atmosphere type feel to it in the sense that, you know, as a lot of people have been pointing out, it was a gritty game. This was a grinded out. Uh, it was a game where you're going to need people like Jaden Schwartz to go out there and, and try to make something happen for you and, and try to convert on it.
1: Yeah, and I kind of had flashbacks to the Avs playoffs last year where they felt like a team that really needed to be punched in the face before they'd really start Mm -hmm. to kind of wake up and be like, okay, here we go. Uh, And it felt like that was the case whenever the Kraken would score. And I think that's a good exercise for the Kraken to to deal with because you look at them scoring the tying goal. And the abs coming right back and responding and I think the Kraken learned their lesson because the abs put on a huge push after the Tanev goal to tie the game as well but I think yeah. the Kraken did a better job withstanding that and keeping everyone to the outside and staying focused.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Uh Tammy, best game of the year. Oh, the fight in our dogs is huge. Absolutely. Michael Kraken, we're able to skate with this abs team, which might be the fastest in the league. That's a good sign. It is. Like I said, we had multiple breakaways. We weren't able to convert on any of them, but there was lots of instances where we had breakaways or kind of one-on-one situations where the you know player like a, I think of McCann, because he had a couple, he was able to have time and space to shoot in that situation and get a good shot off. I mean, they they did fantastic against, as he said, what might be the fastest team in the league. Yeah, the abs
1: didn't look noticeably faster than the Kraken, and that was pretty striking to see. And you look at the goal that they did get off of what you could kind of say is speed with the, the Molgan goal on the breakaway. And it's really just an aggressive decision to fly the zone when you yeah. haven't fully won the puck battle yet. Like, that's not a speed thing. That's just a, an aggressiveness risk reward decision thing.
0: Right. And now this is a question I had during the game, RJ, Uh, before, you know, when the cracker were down and and stuff. And it's it's something I have. And it would be a good question. Maybe you can ask Kate for me when uh, she's back on the road trip from the road trip, which is in the NFL all the time. We hear about the Broncos home field advantage because of the altitude. Mm -hmm. We don't really hear that a lot in the NHL. I got to think though that it still matters especially in a sport like hockey where you're you know it's a little more cardio intensive you're you're playing a lot longer you know in a stretch of time than they do in the NFL where a play's only going to last 2 or 3 seconds.
1: Yeah, I don't see why it wouldn't. Be the same or right. very similar in hockey, right? And and I know I've heard it talked about a little bit, but definitely not to the extent uh, that it is in the NFL. So I mean, that would be a good thing to ask Kate about because she, of course, covered the Avalanche uh, before the Kraken, and just to hear how much talk there is around that, you know, in
0: Colorado. Of course, covering the Kraken, we don't really hear much about that. <laughs> yes,
1: um, but it'd be a good question for
0: her. Because that's what that was one of the things I thought about, like, OK, if they lose this game, but it's close like that, that would be a, a, certainly a talking point that I'd be curious about. But, yeah, you know, you think of you think of teams playing in Denver uh against the Broncos, you, you see like all the guys on the sidelines sucking on the oxygen masks. They don't have any of those on the bench in the NHL. Everybody just deals with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's so hockey I, players.
1: You just deal with it.
0: I was gonna say I can't imagine being inside is any makes any difference whatsoever when it comes to that yeah. either. Um, a yeah. super chat here from
1: Schultz down at the uh, end. Go. Want me to get that one? Yeah, yeah, go for that. All right, three stars, one Gord, two Georgiev, three Gru. I mean, that that, that sounds pretty accurate. You know, Gord with the OT winner, Georgiev. Yeah. Basically, the goalies have to be involved there. That's that sounds like a very standard NHL three stars. All right, you get the OT winner at one and just put the goalies at two and three. Yeah, I, that sounds about right.
0: Yeah, and that's what they did. And that's, you know, it ma- it makes total sense to me. So uh, we'll see uh, who gets the David Jones hat uh, from uh, uh, Schwartzy. Uh, Ty, wow, felt a bit played out uh, often, but Turbo in the right place makes it count. Then we take the puck, all of OT and finish the job. Impressive. Yes, I, I mean, you must have been kind of freaking out throughout this one, Ty, obviously, <laughs> given your past <laughs> and everything. Um, let's talk about that because we haven't talked about it yet, RJ. Avalanche never touched the puck in overtime. Yep, and that's again
1: that's the benefit of the the more conservative overtime approach, especially against a team like the Avs. And I know you're on board with this because you mentioned this at the start of the post game. Uh, but yeah, I mean that against a team like Colorado, once they get a chance to get started, you may never see the puck again. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's the simple reality with this team. If you can get a Nathan McKinnon, a Kale McCarr, all those guys on yeah. the ice would take your pick of the third guy. It doesn't really matter. Gerard, Taves, whoever you want Nichushkin. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, that's a huge victory. I forgot to see who took that opening face off for the Kraken and gave them initial possession. Do you remember who it was? I
0: do not. That's a very good point, though. I'm going to try and figure that out. All right, go for it. Um, Wenberg was the was the it was Wenberg, yes, who was who was struggled face-off wise tonight. And and yeah, he, he made sense kind of to me thinking about it because I know Maddie came on after and then obviously Gord later on. Uh but yeah, Wenberg 26 percent on face-offs tonight, but he came up big when it mattered. <laughs> That's yeah, you know, we've talked about all year winning those clutch face-offs late in games. We kind of need that. We got one tonight, and look what happened coop would love us to capitalize on a, the five on three or any power play for that matter or any of our breakaways and make this more comfortable but i'm happy <laughs> it's it's true though i mean it's just it's the one thing that the kraken just kind of struggle with it's kind of crazy because they do they're doing okay as far as overall goal scoring goes compared to the rest of the league i'm gonna see if i can like super quickly pull up where they are as far as total goals scored. But uh, they're eighth in the NHL coming into today, uh, not counting any of the games played today. They were eighth in the NHL in goals four, considering how atrocious their power play is, RJ, and how bad they are converting in on breakaways and things like that, or odd man rushes. It's pretty remarkable. Right, and I think it highlights that
1: there's potentially another gear that the Kraken could get to, and, and somewhat realistically too. I don't think it's, you know, crazy out of the question to think that maybe the Kraken could convert on breakaways at, you know, a league average pace or that they convert on the power play at a league average pace for a stretch. Mm -hmm. If they could do just either of those two things, I mean, they're already a playoff team without that. Imagine if they could start doing that and that can happen at any time.
0: Yeah. Then, then that's when I start talking like, oh yeah, this team's winning a series or two. You know what I mean? Like if you can, if you can bump that up, like that's, that's definitely what you start talking about, especially now that the goaltending and and defense is a little better. It's a little Mm -hmm. better. Still, still dealing with some things like the moving screen on that very first goal like that, you know, it's a little rough there, but um, now that they can get saves in the way that they, they struggled through a lot of the year, that's a big deal. Shushan, I can't believe we pulled that off. Now we just need to maybe score a power play goal sometime in the next century. (laughs) 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 certainly certainly something i think a lot of us feel like uh brian what a thriller groovy was sensational awesome finish by Gord. feeling great about turbo's goal well said brian and then bill here we go kraken country let's ride
1: (laughs) gotta throw that in there even the kraken pr team there threw it in the game notes um so you know they've got that in mind against colorado
0: Oh yeah, it's it's fantastic. Well done, Bill. Uh thanks for thanks for reminding us all. Striatic and grewy trust for sure. Crispy Boy, what an incredible win from this team. Game of the year. Yanni for captain. You want to pick one of those and answer it first? Ooh, uh
1: let's see. Game I was of the gonna, year. I was gonna say yeah, I, go I,
0: I, there was an earlier one from Tammy, you know, suggesting was this game of the year or saying it was game of the year. I mean, where where are you on that?
1: Oh, man, it's got to be up there. That 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 win against Boston, though, keeps keeps coming back in my mind. But this one's got to be in there because, again, Boston. Yes, they look they're the best team right now in this regular season and to get a big win over them. But I mean, the abs are the defending champs. Like mm-hmm. what what more could you ask for? So yeah, I, and and dramatic, too. That's the thing that Boston win three nothing. It didn't <laughs> have the drama that this one. did. No,
0: this had the entertainment value. And and the oh, bottom yeah. line is to, to be game of the year, you need some entertainment value. And this game definitely had it with the late tying goal and then the dominant overtime performance. And isn't it crazy how in three on three overtime, especially against a team like the Avalanche, the Avalanche never even touched the puck to the point where the goalie doesn't even touch it to make a save, I don't think. <laughs> and yeah you're still on the edge of your seat and you still have a knot in your stomach and you still feel this sense of like excitement and dread all at the same time. And that's even without the other team ever even handling the puck. It's
1: awesome. Awesome. Okay. I've, I've come around to this game of the year thing. Cause again, it's like this perfect balance between really good hockey against a good opponent, which mm-hmm. I think you maybe had more of in the Boston game and drama though, which yes. you didn't have as much in the Boston game. You had way more, I think in that nine to eight win over LA, but you didn't have the good hockey against an opponent yep. playing. Well, this is the perfect balance of those two things.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. You, you need the entertainment value that Boston game. It was a solid game, like, like X's and O's like, perfect but that's not always exciting (laughs) like it's not always the most fun thing to watch that's for sure alex with the give the yanni the c been saying it for years at this point alex has been many other people have as well as the people's captain and once one more time rj i'm just gonna say it i think i'll be ironing on a uh, or stitching on a c onto my maddie bennears jersey next you know next september august october i just i think that's where we're going I agree. I do think that is where we're going. I think next preseason, we're we're
1: going to get some kind of big announcement and they won't say what it's for, but we'll know what it's for. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. Um, let's see here. Uh, not one, not two, not three, but four perfect road trips this season from Cameron. I mean, we've talked all season long. RJ, this team is a bunch of road warriors. You look at things like Alexander Wenberg picks up his 12th goal of the season tonight. Ten of them have been on the road. I, I mean, I, I, I kind of hated RJ, but at the same time, it's it's one of the toughest things to do in any sport. Go on the road and be able to win consistently. It's certainly something in hockey. If it looks like, look, you're going to have to be finishing in the maybe the third spot in the division or even in the wildcard spot, that's a very important trait to have.
1: Definitely. And I, that's a great stat, Kevin. Thanks for bringing that up. And again, the Kraken, I think right now, as it is, you know, they would be starting a playoff series on the road. And sometimes that can even be better for you. If you can put that pressure on another team early, you go up to nothing at home and it's like, all right, the series hasn't really started yet because you're, you're going onto the road and the other teams getting their home games. You go up to nothing on the road and all of a sudden the other team, you know, they're, they're in do or die mode right away. And the, yep. the series is, you know, potentially over soon.
0: Absolutely. Uh, let's get down here to, to the Gregory Super Chat. You've beaten Colorado twice in their barn. Hashtag, you'll love to see it. That is true, too. That's the other aspect of this I didn't even think about. But yes, both of these wins have been in Colorado.
1: Interesting. Yeah, they, they both have been. Altitude to altitude. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, and, I guess- and actually. Striatic pointing out. So the Nuggets, Broncos and Rockies all have the biggest statistical home field advantage in their respective sports Av's only the seventh biggest advantage in hockey. How'd you look that up so fast? Striatic?
0: Stratic has has his ways. Uh thank you though for for looking that up and thanks for, again for the super chat there Gregory uh cuz I do think that that's an important thing is, you know, like as we talked we were just talking about like home home ice advantage especially come playoff times like knowing you can beat a good team like Colorado in their building. Like that's a heck of a confidence booster uh to have in your back pocket if you need it. Um, As far as the other goes, I mean, that's absolutely crazy. The only thing I can consider, RJ, is that Mm -hmm. hockey players compared to all three of those other sports, basketball, football and baseball, hockey players have the best conditioning already just because of the nature of what it is that they're doing. They have to be able to go out there and play for 45 seconds to a minute and a half skating full out if they have to. You know what I mean? Just going back and forth, 200 feet at a time, going for it. So the only thing I could think of is that their cardio and and all that other uh, physiolo- physiological physiological <laughs> stuff. As I mute my as go. I mute my mic, there, um, all of that stuff is just inherently a little bit different for hockey and for hockey players, and really better for them just because they need it in their sport the way the other sports don't, and so the the altitude doesn't doesn't matter as much their bodies are used to working um through that kind of level of oxygen and everything interesting stratic i searched colorado home sports advantage top result
1: all right
0: i was gonna say this is a pet peeve of mine with you rj you know i just google stuff let's that's how you look stuff up you just you just look it up (laughs) all right let's see um uh, more talk about the thing, Andy. I'm at the game right now, trying to leave Ball Arena. Pray for me, lol. Uh, I've uh, I'll, I've seen comments and thoughts once out of the crowd. Awesome. I'm I'm very happy for you, Andy, and anybody else who was there. I know you were talking about this last uh, last one. You were really excited to go to this one. Got to imagine you got your money's worth. Like that was a oh, heck yeah. of a game to be at as a Seattle Kraken fan for sure. Um, <laughs> the Dalek, the Kraken have power play and potence or something. <laughs> yeah i gotta fix that <laughs> yeah tammy reminding everybody to like the stream appreciate it tammy austin your yeah. eyes are really blue rj Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's
1: this light balance. I still can't fix where my face looks really pale, but happy side effect. It makes my eyes look really blue. I guess so. There it's, we
0: go. Thank it's you. A, it's a nice like sapphirey blue too. Like that's a that's yeah. a good that's a good look right there. <laughs> okay, maybe not when you do. That's that, a little too but... much. I think. <laughs> yeah. Nobody needs to see that um okay well here we go uh daniel we never gave up elevation is a major factor in denver and the kraken held tough on some long shifts so there we go daniel also kind of thinking along the same lines as me uh when it came to that although as we learned Apparently doesn't matter for hockey for some reason. It's just this, this weird gap in in science, um, which I get. I think we all do as hockey fans. <laughs> science doesn't oh, always yeah. apply to hockey. It's just random luck based. Uh, Crispy boy, also what a great performance by Grubauer. All around gritty game, but we we'll get the W for sure. Tammy Bjorky looked a little sore to me, but glad to see him back. I will say this: this might have been the quietest and least I've noticed Oliver Bjorkstrand all season. I, I agree. I. I... I didn't
1: notice him as much as usual. he definitely looked different than last game um, but there's there's probably a good reason for that but I'm sure he probably gutted this one out um, but I do think he was a, a net positive and it was good that they had him there in the lineup. I,
0: I agree with that um, for sure and you know I'm just happy too that like everybody was okay after that last game because everybody was starting to take stuff Happy Maddie was okay after that uh, kill McCar cross check in this one. I mean that looked so painful RJ.
1: Yeah. I mean, any, anyone who's played hockey to any level knows there's no padding right in that spot. If you put on hockey pads, there is nothing there and you just take a stick directly to it. Like the ribs, the lower side area, that's pretty painful. I mean, that, that could be a lot worse than it was
0: glad he's okay. I was gonna say you don't even need to have played hockey. Just just g- gently push at your lower ribs or on your <laughs> yes. side. There, it's like one of the least comfortable places just to poke at, uh, much less just get cross checked by a professional athlete. So really happy for Maddie. I don't even think he missed a shift to be honest. Like I think he, no, he, he skated off after that, but he didn't miss a shift. He's a hockey player. I love Maddie Beneers. He's so great. Uh, Edward, last weekend Seattle beat Colorado in the MLS. This weekend Seattle beat Colorado in the NHL. So who the Sounders play next? Hopefully Dallas. Gonna win over Dallas because we're <laughs> gonna need that uh, the upcoming weekend. Yeah. Times three. They got three games against Dallas coming up. That's
1: why it's a weird Who schedule. Scheduled man. That? Who Wait scheduled till we get that? to April <laughs> in Arizona,
0: Arizona, Arizona on the schedule. Yeah, it's, it's gonna just, be fun. It's a bunch of Arizona and Vegas for some reason. Just loving the desert in April. Here we go. Um huge crack and win in this tight playoff race. Nice to see a quality win against a quality oppo- uh, opponent from Sean there. Yeah, let me pull up the standings here because you know, Calgary is is sinking like a rock right now. They can't win to save their lives. Yeah, they're below think- Nashville now. Yeah, so we got an 11-point lead on Calgary right now with the same amount of games played, a uh, 10-point lead on Nashville as like that that, you know, odd team out from the playoff picture right now, but Nashville has 3 games in hand. Uh, but still feeling pretty good for Seattle there.
1: Yeah, they're in a good spot and and right there in the thick of things with Vegas and LA who I mean, those two just keep winning also. Um, so you know, they need that win to keep pace.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's solid too because Seattle up to six, three, and one in their last ten. You look at team like Edmonton, four, three, and three. Obviously, Calgary two, five, and three. They're just like I said, dropped like a stone. And Winnipeg, too, through all this, three, six, and one. They're they I mean, they were remember when they were like challenging Dallas for top in that division, top for the Western Conference, they they're just falling out of it too. So Seattle getting hot again at the right time and uh, looking pretty good when it comes to the standings there and and their playoff. Uh, chances Kyle Taniv, Gordon wenning just like we all predicted right <laughs> I know
1: how often have the Kraken had those three all score on the same night this this might be the first time
0: I was gonna say with with our awesome community RJ you'll ask that question in about five minutes we'll have an answer I know scroll down to the bottom of <laughs> chat
1: and I'll see somebody there with it
0: uh I know, they
1: probably just googled it it's that easy huh
0: Okay, it's just sometimes you know the times <laughs> I'm talking about. Uh, here's the thing, everybody: if somebody knows how to get five-on-three power play stats, please let us know, because we please were both trying us. to find that during this game. We checked everywhere we possibly could. I did Google it, couldn't find it anywhere. Everywhere yep, tracks and- all all power play stuff. Five-on-four.
1: We even enlisted Mike Benton during the game, which again, thank you, Mike, for watching this uh, for helping us out there. And like he tried and he got some good stuff, but it wasn't like the full, okay, you know, minutes, attempts, all of that.
0: So yeah. we'd still love to, to see that. If any of you know where to find it, please let us know. I was going to say, that's another one. You're going to have to ask Allison when everybody comes back from the road trip. I think that's going to be the way she'd be the one have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gabe, the two minutes between the TANF goal and the end of regulation felt like 10 trillion years. I will say this RJ, I will give the abs credit. It did not look like the abs were playing just to get to overtime
1: no not at all and again, this is a team that just when you get kind of punched in the face when when you allow a goal they respond really hard and I respect that in their game and it was part of the reason that they won a Stanley Cup last season they they very much did that in the playoffs last year so yep. the Kraken knew that was coming and, and like I said earlier they they did a better job weathering that storm the second time around and I think that shows some growth on the Krakens part
0: oh it, it for sure it really did uh and they were yeah that they were able to match that intensity in that moment big, big deal. Paul, Jaden Schwartz is a workhorse, and his hustle created that opportunity, put a beautiful backhand pass out to Turbo. Hard work paying off. We talked about it earlier, RJ, but it is always worth repeating that the hard work pays off in this sport, and especially for the guys like Jaden Schwartz. That is why he was you know, targeted so heavily by Ron Francis, that first ever offseason they had, that first ever free agency cycle. Uh, it was for for times like these and for that level of, of game that he's going to play. Evan, I'm happy Tanev was able able to get his redemption feels like he's always getting robbed on breakaways <laughs> it's got to feel good for him <laughs> for sure i too many to count for sure uh coop mckinnon with a huge turnover for that tan of goal yeah it wasn't great
1: yeah sometimes stars can try and do too much and i think mckinnon was was feeling that a little bit in the game
0: yeah, I mean, any of those top players, one of the things they're they're all known for and partly why they're so successful and re- really a lot of the reason they're so successful is for being creative and trying things. And, you know, you think of like Trevor Zegers is like, to me, the best example of this. For the good players, the stuff works out more often than not, but there's still the times where it doesn't work out. And that was just one of those moments for Nathan McKinnon.
1: Yeah. And you look at his goal earlier in the game. I mean, that's a play that not a lot of players can make. You know, you, you're feeling it. You just got to keep trying it.
0: Yeah. Uh Stratic. This was a game where missing uh, Berkey's skill was noticeable. Any idea when he might be back? Uh, he started skating again reportedly, but
1: um, yeah, no, no real clear timeline there. He hasn't started practicing yet, so that's kind of the next step is practicing yeah. with the team. And yeah. you know, we'll we'll keep you keep you up to date on that
0: once they come home. So, um, yeah. I was just going to um, say, yeah, once they come ahead. home, that'll be that'll be a lot easier to get a read on and everything.
1: For sure. And, and I'll keep everyone updated. Just want to want to uh, hop to bottom of chat for a sec because we got yeah. people pointing out Sean 130 in the chat hockey mom 132 yeah. in the chat pointing out. I mean, this is awesome. Like, thanks to everyone in here after this big win. Mm-hmm. Love seeing those big numbers in chat. And, and I mean, chat is just popping right now. There's there's no way we keep up with I all know. this, but absolutely love that. Uh, love from all of you.
0: Yep, oh no, absolutely love it. Thank you all so much. Uh Kyle, assuming this is a reference when we were talking about like the deserved to win O-meter, Kyle, why don't you just look at Hacks give a meter? Give a <laughs> That a is the meter, meter to check. Yep. Yep, that's that's always <laughs> the one. Um let's see, Jake get, uh, also talked about that how uh at 3 on 3 have been so dominant since that one practice. It is crazy. Like I would have never probably said before RJ that one practice could make a, like a season altering difference, but boy, one practice sure made a season altering difference without it being like some sort of like, you know, there's some big fight between teammates and somebody gets traded away and it turns out I mean, a positive season. altering. yes, difference. that's yeah. a lot harder. And to yeah. be fair, it was two practices, but still <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, Patrick, we're doing much better getting established in the offensive zone tonight. That's all that for check that we've been talking about the forecheck is so key to that winning those puck battles if you do have to dump it in um you know because you're dealing with like a line change particularly in the second period where you've got that long change get that forecheck going it helps then naturally turn into a cycle and then every you know all bets are off you're you're cooking at that point
1: oh yeah definitely i mean the the forecheck tonight was just incredible
0: yeah Uh, Give me more of that. (laughs) Light, the ECH Discord vibe changed so fast in a very fast five minutes tonight. (laughs) <laughs> go. I gotta go back
1: in the in the game chat because at the end of the game we're like getting everything ready prepping yes. for the start of post game like yeah we can't be checking the discord but I'm definitely going to go back into the game chat and go see all the messages that's going to be fun to go back and look at
0: uh, absolutely absolutely uh, Sean this game was a real goalies duel kudos to Grubauer for prevailing against his former team I know I mean he's picked up two W's against them this year that's got to feel really really good especially after the struggles he had last year Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and you know, he wants those
1: games too. like he won't flat out say it, but you can see it in his face how motivated
0: he is when playing against those guys. Yeah, for sure. John, Avs had a 94.8% chance of winning per money puck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's that not a game.
1: No, nope, it's not a 100. But, but yeah, that late in the game. I mean, it is rare
0: for a team to come back, not just tie it, but win. Yeah, for sure. This this is what says it all. And this is why you can say it, it belongs in Game of the Year conversation. DJ Singletone, pause Street Fighter to watch OT. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there. That's that's you. big time stuff right there. <laughs> oh man, that's that's some good stuff. Becca, ask Lindsay how we change it in April. I know Lindsay's not in chat tonight. We're gonna have to ask next time. I have to consult with her remember. on that one. Yes, uh, Julius, love Tan of great game today, but I cringe when he's on a breakaway, except if it's an empty net. I feel you. I like I said, I feel, I just feel for the man, RJ.
1: Yeah. And, you know, there there have been multiple times this season where, you know, when I'm watching the game at home on a road game and, you know, my girlfriend's in the room and I'll be like, oh, breakaway you know, come look. And I before he even shoots, I'm like, oh, it's Tanev. <laughs>
0: it's sad, but it's true. And I think we all can relate to that, unfortunately. Yep. <laughs> unfortunately for Tanev and unfortunately for all of us. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kayla, next time we get a five on three, I think we should only put three skaters on three on three and we score. Not a bad idea. <laughs> I know, just I
1: they don't penalize you for that if you just if you just no have fewer skaters out there than you're allowed to.
0: Yeah, if you're just gonna kind of like you can do yourself, it yourself, you're allowed. <laughs> you could you could put out nobody if you really wanted to test your goaltender <laughs> if you're trying just to put, run your put the two skaters town.
1: like back at your own net just in case just to help out the goalie in case right. something goes
0: wrong and you know i was going to push back and say the only time i would say against that is if you're if you've got a lead just because then you could just kind of cycle it around or whatever but crack and prove tonight you can still do that very effectively three on three you don't need to
1: it's true hey now dylan alpin yes. at the end of the chat here so Lindsay is here she ah, just Lindsay. said, hi, all just got back from my beer league game to nothing loss, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, but glad the Kraken could win. Looks like I missed a good one. Yeah, it was a great game. And Lindsay, we need to consult with you on this. You're, you're absolutely right about the whole month on month off thing. We've all yeah. accepted this. How do they break it and turn it around for April? We're looking ahead here. Like, think about it. You don't have to answer right now, yeah. but let's figure something out.
0: Yes, can consult whatever it was that that helped you draw this conclusion. Whether you know the stars, whatever it was, like like let's let's go and figure it out. Let's see if playoffs count. Some people have been at, at, saying playoffs don't count. That's its own thing. In the NHL, I kind of agree with that. It's a very different animal uh, when you start talking about playoff time. So, uh, but that's the that's the question we got for you, Lindsay. And uh, sorry for the loss, but you'll get them next time. Um, oh yeah let's see vegas uh there's all the all the vegas stuff with sin city in here you know sin city you're in here talking a lot of stuff today and i always respected you before for coming in saying your one line and then you'd bounce like i always thought that was actually kind of cool i I have a lot of respect for that like you come in troll us for one comment and then leave without like turning into a real troll you're really in here tonight and so i'm just saying i'm taking notice um Let's Got see that Jonathan quick energy. I, that's what it is. Oh, that is definitely what it is. Very good point from you there. Uh, Cameron, I think it's an okay time being so far ahead of the Preds and flames in the standings that we can begin to look at matchups for the playoffs. I think, uh, I think we would have a better time against LA. No. Uh, yeah. Based on how we've played all these teams in the regular season, LA would be the preferred matchup. Cameron uh i'm not so gonna too. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna look too too far ahead at that kind of stuff but uh based on like just how we've looked that's that's what i would say uh all right another super chat here let me get, get on down here from beef how's it going uh, won the chip for our beer league tonight got my first goal and got to see yanni put the abs away a night i will never forget beef that is incredible i'm very very happy for you thank you for sharing that with us and thank you for the super chat
1: way to go beef. I mean there is nothing like nothing like a beer league championship. And first goal too. I mean coming yeah. in clutch, talk about a clutch scorer there. Saving it for the championship. Love to see that and and thank you so much for the super chat. I mean just enjoy this awesome night. Thanks for spending some of it with us. I mean that, that's great. Glad definitely. we get to be a part of it.
0: Absolutely. Definitely, definitely. I mean ultimate clutch performer there. That's what they call, you know, the the fourth quarter performance right there i know we don't have those in hockey but uh that's <laughs> that's the equivalent right there um uh let's see just as i was scrolling back up just as i was scrolling back up i just see from from dj Singletone back to some street fighter so <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough been for a little while there <laughs> appreciate it um let's see andy okay i'm free from the exiting crowd one seeing mccann's shot live is wild it rips i'm telling you all it's up there with sagan and Corey perry austin matthews mccann those are the four shots i've seen in real life that make me go damn (laughs) uh two yanni kept pressing buttons net front it's his favorite thing rj you love that about him yep he loves to do it all the time (laughs) Borgen wanted to fight Rantiden, but didn't want to catch those hands. But he didn't want to catch those hands. That was a wild situation. That whole that whole thing at the end there. It was, and I, yeah, I didn't see where the second penalty really happened—the
1: Jack Johnson one. Obviously, and going at it with Borgen. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was interesting. I, I, and they're usually refs will kind of let any further penalty go uh, mm-hmm. if there's already one that's delayed called. So it's just it's surprising. It's rare to see that full.
0: Two minute five on three, but it was, it was just a weird sequence. I was gonna say, who was it that got tossed after the fact? Because the ref went over to make the announcement of the first penalty, and then he tosses. Was it Rantanen? I believe, right? Rantanen gets tossed for the second one, right? Like the original penalties on Jack Johnson, and then Rantanen says something and then gets gets given the penalty, right? Right, because it was unsportsmanlike for him, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah.
1: it was. It must have been something he said after. So it would have had to be Rantanen.
0: Right, because he he was he was talking, he was chirping at the ref. The ref's going over to make the call. He's got his hands on the mic thing. he he hadn't turned it on though, boy, oh, that would have been I know that, that would have been a good time for all of us. And then he says something, and the ref just immediately like calls it and sends into the box like and and you see Nathan McKinnon is skating by, like kind of paying attention because you know he's leadership on the team, right? And he's kind of there, and then he, you just see him and he just goes. <laughs> like, Nico. like, 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 <laughs> He even knew, like, whatever he said was definitely like, like it was. Oh like, right, my that's gonna like, get him. Like, like oh no. <laughs> and I just thought that was a good one from uh from you know a little Captain Serious guy over there, uh, Nathan McKinnon. So you get to see anytime you get uh, emotion out of that guy, it's it's worth mentioning. <laughs> um, let's see. uh Is the ch- Ty asking if the chat subscribed? For uh, these post-game live chats, uh, make this make us people pay the toll. lol <laughs> I love it. Um, let's see, uh, Pablo, Kraken better beat the Ducks on Tuesday. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> oh, see, it even it even broke it even broke the internet. RJ, <laughs> oh bro, well, there we go. Yep, yep.
1: You it... <laughs> can't compute losing to the Ducks on this kind of run. Nope. You just can't do it.
0: Best not to even talk about it anymore. <laughs> Uh let's see. DJ Singleton, it's still great to see that we're doing all this without burakovsky I agree. Anytime like he becomes in a weird way at this point our deadline ad. He's going to come back for the home stretch and then playoff run, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I don't like that kind of talk about the deadline
1: ad. I don't buy, but I will I will suspend it for a second here because the well, Kraken will get a boost there.
0: I don't mean it in terms of he was an off-season acquisition and then he becomes like a like a deadline ad. I mean it in the sense that he is going to come back from missing a significant amount of time at around the same time as a deadline ad would be there. I,
1: I see what you're getting at. Yes, he will be a big boost when he comes back. I'm
0: just say they could have they could have added a JVR if they were worried about it, and they didn't. There that means in their minds he was like their deadline ad. <laughs> It's the Carson Susie holding on to your potential rental. You could sell off effect. I don't know. Uh, Next in chat. (laughs) I know, Gary. I'm smelling a hundred points this season. I have two. Let's see, Strack. The ABS had the strongest statistical home ice advantage in the league, so they do have a good one. But but later you said it was seventh. Which is it? Yeah. What? All right. Yeah. Clarify, Strack. I'm confused. I'm confused now. Um. CR but they definitely mentioned the altitude during the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. It's always talked about the playoffs, but I also feel like that's when like the national broadcasters come in and they just talk about anything they can about those cities. So I don't know if that's just the, the, it's the way it's You just get works. dropped in there
1: and you haven't really had the chance to closely yeah. follow what's going on. And so you kind of got to uh, lean back on, on some of those storylines.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm assuming everybody just saying Wenny in chat means Wenberg got the hat. Oh uh must that, must mean that. that. Let me check let me check
1: Twitter to confirm here because I see the Kraken have tweeted yeah.
0: something. There's just a couple Wennies just on their own. And so I'm I'm wondering if that meant to uh, gets the chat there or if that was answering who took the face off. It could just be Oh yeah, I think was, that was that was face off because I don't All see right. I don't see hat yet. Yeah. Uh let's see. Um <laughs> CR bud, wouldn't it be funny if Wenny just went bananas with goals? Hey, he had another in tight look tonight and he got a shot off. Um I think it's it's possible. Like, I think he could come close to 20 goals this year, RJ. Sorry, I, I was checking the hat thing. What? Who? Wenberg. Like, CR Bud was saying, wouldn't it be funny if Wenberg just went bananas with goals? I think it's possible. I think he could get close to 20. How many does he have right 12. now? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. I, I'm just saying, but he's pouring it on here late. He's playing net front, and he's shooting while he's net front. Third you know, game again, in a he row, only needs three.
1: He only needs three more to catch Sprung for third on the team. How crazy would that
0: be? Like Wenberg, the third highest goal scorer on the team. I'm just saying, like, it's the third game in a row he's he's shot at net front. He brought his shot total all the way up to two for this game. Two shots on goal from Alexander Wenberg. I'm just saying, like, that's pretty That's pretty good. I think he wants it. I think he wants it. Uh, Gary, <laughs> watching the game with my buddy, and I told him during the third that the next goal would decide the game. Colorado scores, we lose. If Seattle scores, we will win. Very nice call, Gary. I mean, it's, it's definitely true in that situation. I got to think your buddy's walking away going like, This Gary guy knows a lot about hockey. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So it's always good when you can kind of call something like that. All right, here it is. This is what I was waiting for, Daniel. 11 and 8 in the last 19 uh, is what we need to hit to the 100 points. So, I mean, once that gets down to about 500, you you feel great.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If you can just keep up 500 hockey, the Kraken have definitely been able to do at least that over most stretches all season.
0: Yeah, uh, Cameron saying, "Nah, win of the year was the nine eight game in Los Angeles." Again, as someone who was there in the building trying to cover that game, I will give you most exhausting <laughs> <laughs> for sure, thousand percent give you that. And you know what? Based on the players in the locker room too, I would say they would probably agree with me. <laughs> oh man, uh, shoe This game was more stressful than the Boston game because we had to come from behind. Agreed that that kind That's of true. drama. No comeback in there. the Boston game. Um. Daniel, how can the Rockies have the best home field advantage? They're lame. <laughs> I agree with you. They don't. They don't really win enough. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I
1: think it's relative to road record, so Probably, it's just against yeah. themselves.
0: Yes. So that, that would make sense. Yeah, uh, Shoeshine, shine. It's an old cliche, but you're not in trouble until you lose at home. Is a playoff cliche for a reason. Very true. Yep. Um, Daniel, I've lived in Colorado and Utah. Elevation is a real thing, and I definitely feel it whenever I go back to visit. That's that's good. Um. All right. So Sin City, just because this is a direct question to us, RJ, because this has been going back and forth in chat. The idea of the Stanley Cup banner, the, the Metropolitan's banner from over 100 years ago, Sin City is asking question for Dylan or RJ. Does the championship banner hanging in your arena count for the Kraken or is it for the other team that was there before? So it's obviously there because the Metropolitan's won it you know, over a hundred years ago and everything. But I believe that most of what the talk was with, with, uh, you know, against you there Sin city was that it counts for the city as Tammy is saying, it counts for the city of Seattle. And so, yes, it still holds. Seattle has more Stanley cups than Vegas.
1: Yes. It counts for the city, not for the team. I mean, there's, there's the Metropolitan's logo on that. It's not the crack. They weren't in the Um, NHL like, (laughs) right. (laughs) 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 So yeah, again, counts, counts for the city, but
0: not for the team yeah not for the it's, kraken anyway yeah so uh in which case again we're just then we're only just as good as vegas so either way you look at it seattle over <laughs> vegas in this situation or at least on par uh so you know there we go um let's see uh Strack saying yeah seventh best advantage is still pretty good results are from 2018 so the the home uh home field advantage for the um Colorado teams there bill it'll be the second cup for Seattle, which would be more than Vegas. Agreed. Uh, let's see. Pablo. Good night, guys. Go crack and beat the ducks. Agreed. Pablo. Um, Chris. Woo. Been on a trip to Spain, and my phone blows up in the middle of the night for these wins. Really great to see another good road trip. Let's go. Hope you're enjoying that trip, Chris. That sounds pretty awesome, actually. Uh, and yeah, good on you for, for letting your phone blow up in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? Potentially wake you up just so you can get the good news about the Seattle Crack and winning a game. Yes. No. I've I've
1: done a couple trips to to Europe during hockey season, and um, yeah, it's it's a challenge to still
0: follow the games, but uh, you you got to do it. Yep, for sure. Uh, Eli, so happy to be in the building for this one. Uh, Georgiev looked invincible for most of that game, but the boys kept fighting. Agreed. I mean, he he played so fantastic. Were you listening to the broadcast? They kept calling him Gorgiev. Huh. But I'd always heard it as Georgiev, like you, because that's how I've heard it. Yeah, earlier. So that's how I've heard it. I've said it. I've said it both ways now on on the post game, so I can't be wrong. Uh, (laughs) It's my go to strategy. I mean, because he's he he was born in Bulgaria, right? I don't know you're better with that stuff than me I okay he was born in you. bulgaria I, trust I, I just find
1: it very interesting because he was born in bulgaria on this like town that's right on the border with romania like it's separated by a river and it's just on on one side versus the other okay. side of the river and that's the town cool. on the other side of the river i'm remembering all this now because i looked it up at one point The yeah. yeah, sound on the uh, on the other side of the river so on the um on the uh romanian, romanian side yeah is called like Georgiou or Georgiou G-I-U-R-G-I-U. And okay. I wonder if the name comes from that at all.
0: Mm, I, I don't know, but that's just a thought. Yeah. yeah. It was just interesting because they, they made reference of it um, on the, on the thing there. Uh Jen and the Firebirds are playing the Texas stars back to back the same weekend as the Kraken playing Dallas at home. There's like five games against this other organization, RJ, all in like one weekend. I don't understand it. I don't know. So, somebody had to
1: be somewhere and, and arrange it all that way to make it work. I don't know. Does that even yeah. make sense?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's all good though. But uh, thanks for dropping that in there, Jen. Um, Tammy, I'm going to the Dallas game. I apologize for the loss ahead of time. Well, which one Tammy? <laughs> Got to be, you gotta more, be specific. more specific <laughs> for the only time all year. You gotta, you gotta, gotta be specific there. Uh, I wasted so much time on that five on three search. lol. I shouldn't have said anything. Ty. <laughs> I know. It's crazy to me that, that that's not out there. Like that's, that's, it's really strange. Um, Seattle already uh, ready to score more goals than they scored all last year. 216 uh, last year, 220 this year. I know they're on a roll right now. Um, Cameron, the sports need cool graphics like the MLB with fan graphs or baseball savant. Uh, there's a lot of things that the NHL could just kind of do better. in That's for, sure. for sure. For sure um cameron rj kind of reminds me of colin jost take that for what you
1: will <laughs> i haven't gotten that one before
0: yeah um oh did we check evolving hockey uh
1: yes actually that's that's what mike benton sent us and um oh, okay they have certain things but they don't have like minutes or attempts or anything it just shows yeah i, I believe it it looks kind of weird because it just shows they have like two five on three goals in seven games yeah, <laughs> like seven games where they got a five on three. So yeah, uh,
0: let's see. Just when you think this team's getting on the wrong foot, they put in efforts like tonight against the defending champs. Games like this, win over a fan base, go cracking from Nathan. There, don't need to look further than chat right now. 115 people in here still an hour after the game ended. It's absolutely true. Uh, let's see. Playing Boston, at Boston's still better than this one in my opinion. From Striatic there. Uh let's see. Uh there's so Lindsay regarding uh how do we break the curse so that we can win in April? RJ needs to wear all his goalie gear while carrying his skater gear and run counterclockwise around CPA lol. Video proof. Okay. Huh. I'm uh, I'm fine with that. I'm definitely saying that we can make that happen on my end you're, you're
1: saying, OK, on, on your end where you have to do yeah.
0: nothing. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. OK, <laughs> I admitted that I was I was very All right. honest with that. <laughs> um, oh, I mean, well, you know, we'll see. I'll work on it, Lindsay. I'll
1: see if, what if they I can start do. just like absolutely like bombing every game in April and just tanking, like losing every game. I might have to consider doing it, knowing what I need to do. I was going to say, if we lose
0: a game to the Coyotes. You're doing that, RJ. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> We're making it happen. <laughs> I will drive up there. Uh, Sean, with Gore, it's cold tonight. The Kraken now have 13 players with at least 10 goals. It's incredible how deep this team is. Very reminiscent of uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, RJ. Uh, they're always the team that I always thought about when it comes to having double-digit players with double-digit goals and that being like this big, important thing and showcasing depth. Uh, it's always been the Tampa Bay Lightning, and, while that originated back with the Lightning teams that were known for blowing it come playoff time, it stayed true for the Lightning teams that have won Stanley Cups. They've they have really been the kind of poster model franchise to showcase what depth can mean for you when, you know, the going gets tough. Exactly. And it shows also with the lightning example
1: that if you can get really solid defense that doesn't make a lot of mistakes and you can get really good goaltending, because those are the two things that really came together for them to turn it from blowing it in the playoffs to these Stanley Cup championships. Uh, And, you know, it's possible for the Kraken. We're seeing the goaltending start to turn around already. You know, it, it shows
0: what you need. Definitely. So I'm going to kind of speed chat through here, the rest of chat here, because we are at the hour mark, everybody, but I want to get through some of this stuff because we got here from beef. It was the greatest goal ever. John Forslund would have called it hack and whack. I'm getting the picture now. That's, that's good stuff right there. Oh yeah. Greasius. Thank you for grabbing me. Greasius greatest. It's the greatest goal for beef. Come on. (laughs) For sure. I I feel safe in saying that without even having seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see, uh, Bella Mia. Hello. Hi, Bella Mia. I'm excited to watch the Kraken in the playoffs. I am too, Joey. Sin City, there you go. I gave you all a like. Appreciate it, Sin City. I do Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, Mika Ratnan mouthing off is the second game in a row. He's taken that penalty. That's why McKinnon was so mad at him from DJ and Tay there. That is very interesting. Like mm. That is a very <laughs> interesting situation there then, uh, I know. She's <laughs> taking she's taking the hint. Yes, yes, yes. I hear you <laughs> Okay, we know it's your birthday. We gave you a treat at the beginning. Uh CR Bud when he turns into <laughs> poster knock overnight. That's what's happening. I'm telling you. That's telling hockey. It. 40 goals then is what I'm hearing by the end of the year. <laughs> uh let's see uh caitlin last week's when the devils played the Avs, devil's color commentator talked a lot about having to take shorter shifts because of the altitude uh so there we go at least the devils talked about it i didn't notice that the kraken did that in this one if anything actually in this kraken game rj we had like a pretty big despair like like gap in a bunch of guys playing a lot of time and then a couple guys really not playing much at all three kraken under 10 minutes tonight that's very unusual for this team Right. Dave Haxtell doesn't
1: usually stack his lines ice time quite like that. Although I do think you get better results when you do. And I think in the playoffs, this might be a preview of what we see in the playoffs where he'll ride lines a little bit harder because with a good opponent, you might need to do that to succeed.
0: Yeah, for sure. So uh, but obviously for the Kraken. Doesn't seem to matter that much, the altitude at all. Uh, Stratic, I deleted my initial comments about them having the biggest home advantage after relooking up the article. I misremembered. No worries. And then also, gotcha. I believe the study was done using um, chance to win at home versus an equal quality opponent. OK, okay. thank you for thank you for putting that in there. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Um, uh Habak game of the year was the Washington game back in early December. Yanni tied it in the last couple of minutes and then the Matty OT winner that Matty OT winner is still, I mean, that's like, I think my highlight for him of the year.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the home game of the year.
0: Mm, very. Okay. Now we're getting into some semantics. I love it. <laughs> uh, But, but good, good play there. Yes. I agree with that. Um, Let's see. Uh, Let's see. Gregory, I was at that game. The pop that Veneers got scoring the game-winning goal in overtime was the loudest I've ever heard at the arena in person. I can only imagine. That must have been an incredible game to be at. Barbara, good morning. Awesome start to the week, I would say. So, Barbara, good morning. Hope you have a good day. Absurdly saying Russian G is always hard. Don't know if that's true for Bulgarian or not. So that's a good All right. one. Uh, DJ and Tay is saying G or GF.
1: Or Giorgio? Giorgio? I don't. Know.
0: <laughs> I know it could go either way. Still, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Going to the second home game. Tammy is against Dallas, uh, but not sitting in their seats. So maybe that'll fix it. Uh, we'll, we will find out. Uh, I hope it fixes it. Um, let's see. Uh, see <laughs> our bud. Easy search. The five on three stats are right after the injury specifics. <laughs> That's where they've been hiding. <laughs> That's Perfect. a good one. Very good one uh keenan um how do you think we match up with dallas and nashville that are five of our remaining games thanks for the ech stickers rj from the uh t-bergs game last week so there you go rj
1: oh cool yeah you were you were the one uh, right behind me awesome thanks for coming and chat um yeah so i mean as far as the matchup with dallas and nashville it's tough because the kraken haven't played dallas at all this season yet right
0: sorry no i don't
1: think so no they i just I checked remember. they haven't so it's interesting they haven't played this season's dallas stars and they are a little bit different than last season stars because remember last season yeah. stars was a one-line team that didn't really have any depth now they've got a little bit more depth to them i don't know I, I mean i'm sorry but it's kind of feels hard to give you a good answer when i just haven't seen and the kraken are so different this year versus last mm-hmm. i just don't really have much of an indication
0: yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to think maybe we could talk about this on the deep dive um I'm just trying to think of how like how Dallas plays versus like any other teams and, and if they play kind of similar, I think Dallas and Winnipeg kind of play a similar style. I think Dallas is just better at it. And we've seen the Kraken, yeah. you know struggle at times versus Winnipeg, but always play close games. So maybe that would mean we'd struggle a little bit more against a Dallas just because they're a little bit better. The skill gap's a little bit bigger there. Um, but I, I think that would be like kind of my best way of approaching something like that is trying to find a similarly structured team. And, and I think Winnipeg is probably that, that team for, for Dallas there. Um, I'm sure Afra says hi back, Lindsay. And then, uh, uh, I like this from Sean RJ, good job on your one minute trade deadline summaries on YouTube. I agree with that sentiment.
1: Oh, thank you, Sean. Appreciate that. Yeah. try tried doing something a little bit different there, you know, for the YouTube shorts and I'm glad to see some people liked them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Some of them got some, you know, a lot of, a lot of enjoyment there. Um, Stratic, we were having a discussion. We can we can make this the last one here, RJ. We were having a discussion during the game on the ECH Discord. Any thoughts on who the biggest dick on the Kraken is? Like who is the most dickish affectionately? Okay. Um so <laughs> I'll rephrase it. Who's like the kind of like the biggest pest in a good way? Right, right. Like in on the ice or off? Player. Oh, that's a good point. I would say on the ice, probably. On the ice, probably, Yanni that's what i was gonna say i feel but i feel like that would be like easy for everybody right like we, we've all talked about that before it's yawning right right i mean uh, like a, as
1: far as like you know giving guys crap for stuff you know off the ice like adam larson's pretty good you know he'll he'll chirp guys um let's see i daniel sprong actually sprong I'll, I'll go with sprong
0: that's a yeah. good one
1: there actually. He, he's got some good trash talk in the room he'll 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 give guys a hard time for things.
0: Yeah. I was going to say chat though. Everybody, Yanni, Yanni, Yanni. (laughs) It's it's Yanni Gord. You see him net front, just always involved in those scraps, always with the, with that smile that, you know, if if you were playing against him or if you were just a fan of another team, seeing Yanni Gord come out of those net front scrums with that smile, you know, that would piss you off so much. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Lindsay with a turbo honorable mention. Yeah. I I mean certainly seen him get, rip off all those breakaways game after game you get pretty frustrated playing against him. Um and uh, Edward agreeing on on uh, appreciation for the YouTube shorts there as well. All right, I think that's going to call it for this one everybody. Fantastic win for the Kraken in this one getting the, you know another win against the Avalanche, another win in Colorado, win against a playoff team for the first time in 45 days I believe you said. Yep.
1: So <laughs> <It's a laughs> good was counting
0: good streak to be ending there if if i'm being honest um so all that stuff is super solid thank you everybody for for joining us for this one tonight thanks all for the super chats one more time happy birthday afra happy birthday to uh rj's mom and uh one more big shout out to queen anne beer hall as well um yeah so that's that's gonna do it for this one everybody deep dive tomorrow and also tomorrow night RJ, over on the Patreon, will be hosting his second ever Armchair GM, kind of a post-trade deadline uh, special live chat for all our Terror of the Deep Tier patrons. So if you're interested in that, go check out the Patreon link in the description below on YouTube. Uh, And then, you know, I guess we'll, uh, we'll see you all next time.